takes to go from just a dream, just a passion, and really scale it to something that can be a life-changing business, a generational business, a business of impact. And most importantly, what do you do when your business isn't fully online? Because I know that's something that I often teach, but what I haven't really taught is how do you guys actually do a brick and mortar? So Polly runs a printing company, but it's micro-niched into a specific demographic. And what she's created is just so beautiful and so different. So I knew that she had to come on the show and tell you guys all about what it takes to make your dream a reality. And we're also going to talk a bit about the live Virtual Dreamers Summit, which is happening December 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'm so excited to be a guest speaker on during Polly's event on growing professionally and partnering with God in your growth when it comes to your profession. I'm super pumped. My segment is going to be on Saturday. So you guys want to be sure to grab your ticket. You can get it at bit.ly slash Steph 10 Horacio, H-O-R-A-C-I-O. And be sure to use the code Steph 10, the number 10, to save 10 bucks off of your ticket. Also, if you want to get any of the party pack supplies, the dream board kit, Any of those things, you guys are going to want to go ahead and order ASAP so that you get it in time for the event. So I would I would highly recommend that you order this week. Again, it's bit.ly slash Steph 10, S-T-E-F, the number 10, Horacio, H-O-R-A-C-I-O, the code Steph 10. I can't wait for this. It's going to be so much fun. We are just in such a need right now of a sisterhood, an inspiring event, um, bouncing ideas off of each other, being in the chats with each other. This is not a boring Zoom. This is a full immersion event. Yes, it's virtual, but I truly believe this is the best that we can have right now. And I'm so, so, so excited to be part of it. I will meet you at the event. I can't wait. It's going to be life-changing. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Hi, Polly. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Stephanie. I'm so glad to be here. Yay. Well, we are new friends, but I just feel like A, I love your stuff so much. I talk about your Bible study every week, I feel like, because. It's my favorite ever. Woo-hoo. Yeah. And now getting into the planner, uh, first year with y'all's planner. And let me tell you, I've had another planner that I've been a diehard for, for four years. And um, Chelsea Joe, my audience knows Chelsea. She has been a client of mine forever. And she was like, you got to try these planners. And they're just so beautiful. So like your products are incredible. And now we're friends and now we're going to do this big summit and I get to be part of it. And so I'm just excited about our new, you know, girl friendship. <laughs> Me too. Absolutely. Girl I'm power. so thrilled to welcome you into the ratio printing family. 
Yay. Well, why don't we start with, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about you, maybe some, a little bit about who you are, and then talk to us about, in a nutshell, like what was the journey of what you were doing? And then how did you get into Horatio Printing and what you're doing today? Because it's, it's so cool. And I think so many people have that dream of having something like this, like a paper product or brick and mortar style business. So kind of walk Mm. us through all of that. Yes. So I'm Polly. I'm from Fairhope, Alabama, and I pursued a career in public relations communications, ended up moving to New York as soon as I graduated and ended up jumping over to like marketing and advertising. So I worked in the ad tech space for about six, seven years before starting Horatio Printing. And I was really good at sales. I was really good at marketing. I really liked technology and like learning all the nuts and bolts of that. And, but the truth is, as much as I liked that career, I was really yearning for something else. Um, A lot of the sales lifestyle wasn't super healthy for me. And I started pursuing my faith again when I was going to Hillsong NYC and, um, I've always loved planners. I've always loved productivity and stickers. And I've always had a paper planner because if you know me, you know, I'm so forgetful. I lose everything. So if it's not written down, I will forget. And so that was just really therapeutic for me. I've loved to journal since I was little and I love art. So my love language is thick, luxurious paper and clean minimalist design, lots of white space. And I never could find a planner that really worked for me. That was like, not too cluttered or colorful or the paper was like tissue paper, you know, and you'd ruin the next week. So finally I decided I'm going to start my own planner company and I'm going to make it for the Hillsong Christian, which to my, to my, in my opinion is just like really um, modern and cool. And just the way they do everything as a church, in my opinion is with excellence you know, like sometimes you'll see like a Christian movie and you're like, it was good, but you know, it's a Christian movie. Like it's a movie. <laughs> or like, you know, like there's certain things. It's like, they, it almost is like a hall pass for being less than. And in my opinion, if it's Christian, it should be better than, than the culture. So I um, really took that to heart and just making something that I think is gorgeous and excellent. And it makes you want to get artsy and be creative and design your life. So I hired two designers and we came up with the first iteration in like a month. I was when just, was this? I was just poor. That was August, 2014. Okay. Yeah. So I had this pastor come to our church Erwin McManus is his name. And he wrote a book called the artisan soul. And when he spoke, it was all about how your life is your canvas. And we're all naturally artists. We're all creative, which is why we get so much fulfillment when we finally do something we've been thinking about and Mm. it's here, you know? And so I read the book and one of his actions was to write down all of your distractions, things that are wasting your time and create an exit strategy and execute it. And I was like, oh man, that just sounds so simple. So I wrote down all my distractions and then I was like, okay, I need to make a planner to like make this an accountability tool to live it out. And that's kind of how the planner was born. So I took that and then hired the two designers. We made that in August and by October I had a website, Instagram, we had the product built out, had a printer, 
Um, and it was just kind of like, go, 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 because a calendar business, a calendar product business is very timely. Like it has to be printed by X date. It's got to arrive to people by X date. It's, it's not like any other product because like milk, it expires. Yeah. You know? So it was tricky, but that, you know, urgency created a lot of momentum for me. How did you guys, so you get these designers on board and I feel like the next step is like, how do I create an actual planner? Like, where do I go to create this? And then how do I ship it to people? And like, cause I've done, I've had one journal that I made in a, in a few years back and I used KDP self printing and it was fine. But like, this is another level. You know what I'm saying? Like when you guys get Horatio products in your hands, you're like, okay, I see exactly <laughs> what Polly's talking about. Like just highest quality. So how did you do that? Because I feel like that's so overwhelming to people that want to have an actual product like this. I think it's important to get around somebody physically that is doing it. Um, There was a a girl at my company who started a magazine business and that was her little side hustle. And I watched her build a website, do a Kickstarter, create a journal. And I was like, Oh, I've been wanting to like make my planner and like seeing someone do it. You go, man, like it's just, invigorating. So I was lucky enough that she gave me her connection to the printer that we used originally in in Canada. But in terms of like how I designed it, I literally sketched it all out in a, um, in an artist notepad, which Mm -hmm. I used to carry an artist notepad with me to my meetings in sales. Yeah. Like, what are you doing with this giant pad? You know, and I'm like, I just love good paper. Like you can't find it anywhere. So that was kind of my like quirk or whatever, which is why the planner has such thick paper. Cause I just, I love that. And so like, you know, that, you know, that Polly planner girl with her humongous <laughs> notebook, it's like as big as you. It's so cute. With like the girl's face on the front. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was me. But, um, I just started sketching out what I wanted And then I literally handed my sketches over to my designers and they'd come over and we would sit down and just kind of work it out on Adobe, you know, illustrator in design and get it to where we liked it. And then we kept printing out samples at Staples to see like, you know, how does this fit? What kind of coil? And then I went back and forth with the printer for a bit, picking out the right paper and the binding and the cover and all that. Um, And one of my designers was a, is a, an amazing calligraphy artist. So she would do the, all the hand drawing and then vectorize it and put it into the planner. So it's not like a font. It's a true art all over it. Oh yes. I could see that now. I'm all, what font is that? That is gorgeous. It's, it's art. Yeah. It's yeah, it really is. It's so beautiful. So you create this product and you were making it for the church initially, or you were making it for local, or did you ever have this vision of what you guys have become? Cause that was 2014. What did that look like from a sales perspective at first? Yeah. So it wasn't that I was making it for the church. That was just my avatar. Like okay. that was my niche. Like this is who I'm going for because that group is powerful mm-hmm. in the sense that they are carrying the calling of Christ. I'm not saying like, I just did it cause they're popular. Like these are really influential, powerful people that need this tool. So that was my like avatar ideal customer. Um, and I felt like going in that direction would just kind of help it blossom, which it did. Um, when we first launched, I bought like a thousand 
Okay. I didn't know how it would go, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to buy it. And worst case scenario, I have a bunch of these, <laughs> you know, sitting in a warehouse somewhere. My first printer was actually also a shipper. So they had a fulfillment center in Canada, which wasn't ideal being an American company. Um, we didn't do that for very long, but they would ship it. So that was kind of an easy fulfillment logistics situation. And I brought a bunch into my New York apartment and I just would write these handwritten letters to people that I loved and people that I wanted to honor. And it was kind of a grassroots influencer marketing, but I don't look at it as influencer. I look at it as like people I want to honor. Mm-hmm. And that, that really resonated. I think we gave a lot of way to people at our church in Hillsong and they just loved it. They embraced it. God breathed on it intensely. And from there we sold out by January. Oh my gosh. Your first year. Yeah. Wow. What a blessing. That's incredible. So what was the next step? You're like, okay, we create this planner. It worked. Um, what was there any moment during that whole process that you felt like maybe giving up or that it wasn't going to work? Or was there any moment that it felt too big or were you like, I'm doing this and I'm pushing through? There's been lots of moments where I thought I would give up many times. Um, it's hard to go back and think about giving up at that point, just because it was just a side hobby that there, there mm-hmm. was, I didn't quit my corporate job for another year and a half. Okay. So I less pressure. Doing, yeah. I was doing this on the, in the mornings, in the evenings, on the weekends. Um, that's kind of how it went for a, a year and a half because New York rent is not cheap. So I really needed to like build it up to a place where I felt really confident in leaving that job. Cause my corporate job, I was making like over 200 grand a year. Like I was at the top of my game. Um, so to give that up for something risky, I just kind of decided to wait till I had about six months of savings, um, to really like give it full force and not stress myself creatively. Mm. Um, Yeah. So what was the next product that you came out with and what did that evolution look like for you to leave the job? Yeah. So next product, I just printed posters and then I printed journals and they did terrible. Like nobody wanted our journals. It was crazy. I I thought, man, everything I'm going to put out is going to do great. And it did. Interesting. Our our journals, we still have some posters. Um, Our journals finally just sold out and we reprinted them because people really started to like them. Yeah. I just ordered three journals. Yeah, journals. (laughs) They're great. It just didn't rock it like I thought it would anyway. So that was kind of like a dip in a a sense of like, okay, I took this money I made and I invested again. And then it was like, and it just kind of sat there collecting dust and charging me for space, you know? So from there, we just did another planner. Um, it wasn't until 2017's release that I upgraded and designed our first planner kit. And that year we tripled our revenue um, because we decided to bundle it and you yeah. know take our product price from $37 to like $85. But the product itself was worth like $120. Um, so we just started building accessories like washi tape, stickers, notepads, um, and adding more things that really make it amazing. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. those and things so- are like, I think you have to really think about from a product perspective, what your profit margin is going to be. Because when you have things that don't cost so much up front that you can add to this kit, 
and they create more of the value as a product person, you have to think about that. Like what, what's your, what product do you have that has the highest profit margin right now? Yeah. Um, I guess it's the planner just because we buy them in such bulk. Okay. Yeah. But um, then you upgrade to the kit and yeah. it's even more of a profit margin, right? Cause you have the tick, the stickers and the little things, but they add from a, from a consumer perspective, like I'm going to, I'm literally going to pay double cause I want all the little things to go with it because mm-hmm. that's kind of, I'm like your ideal customer. Right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, just thinking from a product perspective for those people that are like, wow, I really wish I had a product or I wish I had a planner or a journal or something and they want to create that. Do you have any advice on thinking about that? Well, in terms of like, what do I want to sell it for? If they already kind of know what they want, I always tell people don't try to create something that's worth 20 bucks. Like just don't, if you're going to sell an item or a product and you're going to take the time to package and ship, think about what can I sell that's worth a hundred dollars? Like what can I sell that's worth $50? Because when you have to put all that legwork into the fulfillment, you need to just go for the excellence, go for the excellence bar. Don't be the low price leader because that's just so full and it's so hard to compete as a small business, you know, like go to be the excellent, be the Kiana, you know, like be the, just the best be exactly what you would want, you know, and try to think of how to bundle to um, really increase that one-time purchase or even a subscription of like continuously coming back. Yeah. And I love how you really, you created more than a product. You created a brand that was super niche and I'm all about like micro niche, like find your person and don't just create for them a a thing, create for them like a a safe space, a sisterhood that now also has solutions and also has products. So like you kind of became the face of the brand. What happened with that evolution? Because you was the face of the brand and events and you became more than the product. Like talk to me about that evolution and kind of how did you step into that space? Well, I think going back to what you said about creating like an experience, it's so crucial if you want your brand to take off to create raving fans by providing outstanding value. I think sitting down with the question of how can I create more value than anyone on the market and not to win, but just to create value, you know, like how can I create more value and give my customer more value versus what we're always thinking about is how can I get new customers? How can I get new customers? Sit down and how can I honor the people I have? How can I make sure that they have such a killer experience? They have to get a planner next year. They have to tell their friends about it because their life was changed. So that's why I really try to invest in the education that goes with the product. So when you get the planner, you could go to the dream planning party and you could invite your friends over to do this experience together, or you can sit at home and watch all the YouTube videos that walk step-by-step through the planner, because it's my 100% purpose that you use it and you see a transformation. You see one positive change in your life that helps you and makes you feel less stressed, less overwhelmed, more fulfilled, less distracted. You know, that's the goal. So I think it's important to be put yourself out there with the concept of how can I always be adding more value and not just selling 
and providing the education to the customer so that they are a raving fan and they truly get that value. Yeah, it's service over sales every time and knowing that one lifelong loyal customer is going to create so much more return and value for you than 10 people who buy one little thing one time, right? Mm-hmm. Like perfect example. So I got, I got the Bible study from one of my clients as a gift, which is so funny. Cause like Chelsea's been doing, doing your products forever, but like someone else sent me one as a gift. So I'm like, okay. And I'm using your Bible study. I've been doing Bible studies for years and there was mm-hmm. just something different about the method. And I went through all of the pre-work with the distraction circle and your wheel. I'm like this is legit. So then I'm like, my clients need this, right? So end up getting them all these products to do Bible studies and to give them as gifts. Then I end up getting the planner. Then I buy the journals. Then I've got a planner for my mom, right, Polly? And I'm like, okay, Stephanie Gass became Polly's number one <laughs> customer in like three months. But the goal, but the, but the reason that it worked was what was the difference between the planner that I've used for four years and a product that was new to me? It was user experience. It was extremely niche to who I am as a Christian entrepreneur. And it was from this woman and a mom's perspective as well, where there was just all these little things. The quality was superior. And I knew if I'm having this experience with this product, it's a disservice to my clients not to tell them about it. So that that warms my heart. (laughs) Yes. And you know, and then I'm like, here, mom, you need all these things. And I'm like, did you your Bible study today? So and I'm not just saying that because like I've used all the things. And so the point of that for the people listening is to think about, do your products, services, coaching, journals, books, does your thing truly create a shift in that person's heart or life, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think you have to ask yourselves those questions. And like Polly said, something I really want to come back to that she said was you went for the top tier of quality and service. Those are two things that you said, I'm going to niche in. I'm going quality and service above all else. And it's exploded for you, right? Mm -hmm. So cool. So do you have any tips on those that have a product? Maybe it's skincare that they sell through an MLM, or maybe it's a journal, or maybe they're writing a book or whatever. Do you have any advice on selling that product because my entire way of selling products is through the podcast. So this is the platform and everybody knows it. This is what I teach. They come here, everybody learns and and trust me. And then I offer coaching and my courses to help them. How did you sell your products, Polly? Cause you didn't really have, I know it's word of mouth, but were there any other sales strategies that um, you can gift people that have a product? Hmm. So I tend to go spherically. I'm like, let's go all the way around, you know, like let's try it all spaghetti on the wall. But like I said, one of the most powerful things was honoring people. Like, I don't know how this would work as much with like a service, but for my product, I wrote, you know, two page long letters that first year to people that had inspired me. And I was just genuinely authentic with it. This isn't, Hey, do you want to like have this and like post and like, here's a code, you know, which nothing wrong with that. I do that now for sure. But there's just something really special about handwritten letter and honoring people. That was really powerful. And that really took off because people felt like it was a gift. And then they were able to, with no pressure, fall in love with it and then eventually share it. 
I think for me right now, what's most successful for me because the Instagram algorithm is wacko is my email list. Mm -hmm. So I'm all about giving people a free trial of the planner of the Bible study. Um, Like for example, I'll run ads that give people a free PDF of the fall refresh or the goal setting or the refocus cloud or three days of the Bible study on purpose. And I'll create a nurture sequence that will give people the PDF, make sure they get it, give them videos that go along with it and then give them a code to buy it. So just building that trust with them has been really powerful. But for me, ads have been helpful. My background in advertising, running ads, retargeting, understanding how to catalog your products and not waste impressions on bad placements. Right. That's been really useful for me uh, at the beginning because, you know, you can really just waste a lot of money on Facebook ads if you're not careful. Yes. I'm constantly telling the girls, I'm like, listen, you need an audience to retarget before we spend thousands of dollars on ads. Cause I did that too. In the beginning, we think ads are an easy way to make sales, but Polly first you set a foundation of people to then retarget, right. And really spend mm-hmm. that extra time and energy just pouring into people from a place of authenticity. How did you bring God into your business? You know, how did you, cause I, I'm always talking about this concept. And so I'd love to hear your perspective on this of I have to get out of the way in my business and let God be the CEO and be the president and lead me and direct me. And I think sometimes it's really hard for people to understand that concept. Did you have any experiences like that where, you know, like the favor and provision was all God, it was not you. And how did you listen? Cause it's hard to know and discern like, is this me or is this God right now? Like, what should I be doing in my business? Talk to us about that. Oh man, that's a good question. So at the very beginning, when I was doing that exercise, when I was reading Irwin's book, I was doing a refocus club before I knew what a refocus club was. And I wrote out schmoozing clients as something I waste my time on. And I really felt like God just spoke to me and said in my heart, not an audible voice, but I'm going to take that talent and use it for ministry. And I was blown away that God would ever want to like partner with me because I wasn't living this Christian perfect life. Like people think, Oh, Polly's got it all together. I absolutely don't. I struggle. I'm, you know, I struggle with things. And, um, at that time I was pretty unhealthy and God was like, I'm here for you. Like I gave you gifts and talents for my kingdom. And I think it's, 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 a constant journey of how am I using my gifts and talents for the kingdom? And I made a decision to be very unapologetically Christian in our products. Oh, can you just take the Bible verses out? I don't really like it. No, I can't. Because if I take that out, it loses all its power. Cause I've had a lot of people say, Hey, can you print these for us? But just like take all the Christian stuff out. And I'm like, I actually can't. And I, I don't apologize for that. Um, I think when you're running a business, there's so much stress on yourself. There's so much weight. There's so much anxiety that's just natural with being an entrepreneur and being a mom and toeing the line of all that. It's so important to remember where's my hope and where's my joy placed? Because if we're placing our hope and our joy in the success of our business or the revenue or how many people signed up when you launched that thing that you've been working on for three months, 
you have to remember where your hope and your joy comes from because it's going to be a roller coaster. And so that's been really important for me in a hard lesson of just putting my hope in the right place and remembering to like keep my eyes in the clouds, like eternal, 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 like everything we build, Horatio is going to crumble one day, you know, like, I don't know when, or, you know, maybe I'll give it to my daughter one day, but at the end of the day, Horatio will crumble. Everything we see will crumble. Right. The connections we have with people are eternal. And like, that's really important to focus on and remember on the tough days. I love that. The connections we have with people are eternal. That's so good. Cause we get so fixated on the successes of our business, or if I could just hit this or do that. And it's all just worldly. And it's the thing, it's not our fault because it's the things that have been bred into us and taught to us over and over again. But that's why I love your product so much is unapologetically the foundation of the productivity. The foundation of the tools is Christ. And that's everything. And there was, you know, similar for me when I did the, the podcast for a while, I tiptoed around like, Oh, so maybe Christian or whatever you are. I mean, it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. And then finally I'm like, look, everybody's welcome here, but I'm just going to go ahead and step into who I am and what's happening here. Mm -hmm. And I just ripped off the bandaid and that's when everything blossomed because God was daughter. Are you ready? Like I'm I'm waiting on you to stop hiding who you are. Right. Oh, I just got chills when you said that. That's so good. Yeah. So you guys listening, maybe think about, is there something that you're hiding? Is there something that you are calling you feel called to, to openly step up into, and maybe it's not faith. I don't know what that might be for you, but I think you're hearing a theme here, which is we just decided to stop being what the world said we should be. And we stepped into what God was calling us to do and to do it his way. Mm-hmm. And if you're, if you're, if you're still kind of struggling with like, what does that look like? Like, cause for me, I, I love all this stuff, but I'm like, okay, what do I do tomorrow? Like I'm practical. I want practical advice. And if that's you, I have a challenge to tithe your day, give God the first fruits of your time. And you know, if you have 10 cupcakes, right. And you're like, well, I actually really need all 10 and I don't want to give one away. I promise you, if you give the first one to God, he will bless the nine like beyond measure. So that was huge for me. Um, taking time. And before I had a baby, I mean, I would do like an hour. And for me, that was just so rejuvenating. And that place of being full was where I was able to crank out amazing content. Like that's where I could write those email sequences. Cause I was full from my father from the morning. So that's my challenge is do a 15 in the morning, 30 in the morning, whatever that looks like, whether it's listening to a Christine Kane podcast while you do your hair or whatever, spend time in the Bible, do a soap Bible study. Oh, Bible study. That looks like, yeah, it, it's just going to make your day better and it's going to make you more creative. And it's not, it's not a loss of time because sometimes we can feel that way. Like I don't have time for it, but you, if that's what you're thinking, you actually need it the most. That's so good. I had never considered tithing your time. Cause, and you know, I do in my morning routine and I work my way up to about an hour now and I wake up before everyone else and it's a sacrifice. But when you think of it as a tithe and that you're doing it for God instead of, Oh, I have to do my morning routine for myself. But when you think of it in that way, it changes something like the perspective shift is there about, wow, 
I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for God. And then my whole day is different. Like the days that it doesn't happen for whatever reason, I'm like all edgy. I'm like, I need a hot minute. Like I got to go. I got, I, I have, and whether or not it happens at eight at night or something like I have to do it. Cause I feel this unrest when I don't sit with God every day. So that's so good. So let's talk a little bit to my community now, Polly, about this dreamer summit that is coming up. I'm so excited. So you, too. Ah, you tell us first, what is the dreamer summit? Give us this, this vision for who it's for, what is it? And then we'll talk to them a little bit about what I'm talking and speaking on at the Dreamer Summit, and we'll tell them how they can um, get a ticket to join us. Yes. Yeah, so I think it's really powerful when we can dream in community, because when you can speak out your dream or share it, um, there's just power when you declare. And so when I first made the planner, um, I used to get together with people and do these little dream planning parties in New York. They started off really small and I would start hosting them in different spaces around New York and people in the community would say, are you going to stream it? I'm in Europe, you know, or I'm in California. So what I did was I made these hosting packets. So I made it where anybody could host a dream planning party in their house. That was back in like 2017. Yeah. And um, we had 200 people sign up to host a dream planning party the first year. And these were happening in South Africa, Australia. I mean, it was just amazing. And so the next year I did another one in New York. And then last year I decided to host a full day in Lakeland, Florida. We had all kinds of people come in. We had people from Canada fly in. It was just awesome, amazing experience. And at the summit and at the dream planning parties in general, the point is to fill out your planner together, to carve out this precious time to dream, to cast vision on your life of who do I want to become? Because your bucket list is important, but what's really important is who you are becoming and your schedule determines who you become in the next season of life. So get intentional. What am I going to spend my time doing? What am I going to remove so that I can become who I want to become in all areas of my life? What area needs the most help? What toxins in my heart do I need to release? These are all the kind of questions we dive into at the summit. And so this year with COVID and, you know, the joys of online virtual conferencing, we decided to have a virtual event, which I'm actually really thrilled about because our global community will get to rally together. And it's going to be a three-day event. The middle day is Saturday, and that's the full day of dream planning from 10 to 4. We'll have breaks. It'll be really fun, really interactive. The platform that we're hosting it on is a private social network where you'll have a profile. It'll have live chat. You can upload pictures from your watch party. You'll have um, breakout sessions you can attend. It's going to be really, really cool. And then the day before and the day after are two evening sessions. So the first evening session is all about preparing, getting the wheels turning, preparing you to dream big. Then Saturday is the big dreaming day. We'll, we'll make a personal growth plan. We'll make vision boards. I'll be giving you guys like all the resources you need to make an amazing vision board to keep on your wall. And then the final night um, is kind of like a, a launch session where we'll actually hear from Chelsea Joe. She's going to be diving into her um, training on really taking what you want to do and who you want to become and 
blocking it out in your calendar, which is just great. We're going to set up our planners together. We're going to plan. We're going to hear from amazing speakers. Christine Kane's coming. Allie Worthington's coming. We've got Claire Donahue, Olympic gold medalist. We've got Dontree Wilkerson of Boo Church. We've got Elise Murphy and just amazing, amazing people. And of course we have Stephanie. Woo. That is so good. Like, a, we all love a good event and we love some personal development, but then pair it with like soul food and vision casting and planning. And this is like the perfect event for you guys. I know you guys are going to love, love, love this. So that is happening the 4th, 5th, and 6th of, the, of December, right? Mm-hmm. And so what you guys can do is you can go to my link and we set up a code for you to save 10 bucks off of your ticket. And I'm going to be talking about growing professionally Uh, by partnering with God in your journey during one of the breakout sessions on Saturday. So you guys, if you want to hear me do that um, real time, you're going to want to choose the professional breakout, but you're going to get the replays of all the breakouts. So no matter Mm -hmm. what, you'll be able to see everybody, which is great. So you guys can go to bit.ly slash Steph 10 Horatio, H-O-R-A-C-I-O. Okay. I know that's a mouthful. Bit.ly slash Steph 10, number 10 Horatio, H-O-R-A-C-I-O. Right, Polly? I spelled that right. That's it. Yeah. And then you guys use the code STEPH10. So that's why I did that link for you guys. Because, you know, those affiliate links are like, so we shortened it up. STEPH10 is your code to save 10 bucks. And then you can get your ticket for only $40, which is crazy. But there's an upgrade option, Polly, right? Talk to them about getting the bundle. Yeah. So there's two upgrades. One is the party pack where we will also send you the vision board kit, which what is that? That is a cork board plus all these printouts of power words, things you'll probably want to put on your vision board. Cause sometimes it's hard to find the right word in your favorite magazine of like pay off my house or whatever your big dreams are going to be for your personal growth. So we've already created these power sheets um, and curated really great photographs that you might love. Of course you can bring your own magazines, Um, push pins. um, There's also a journal, a pin and some washi tape, but like the ultimate is getting the party pack plus the dream planner kit. So you can get an actual dream planner, one of ours um, with all the accessories plus the party pack and your ticket. And like Stephanie was saying, when you get the ticket, you're going to get this amazing like packet to use during the day. Um, but you're also going to get a virtual goodie bag and you'll get replays of the entire event. So we're going to have six breakout sessions, one for each area of your life, spiritually, physically, personally, relationships, financially, Um, professionally. I think I said all of them. So, and we'll have an expert in each area. So you'll be able to see Stephanie's session. If you're really wanting some help with your physical body, because we all gained, you know, quarantine 15. I know I did. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the Olympic gold medalist speaking on physical health. And we just have all these different experts to help you in whatever area you need to invest in this year. And of course you can go back and watch all of them. So exciting. I'm so excited to be part of this. And I know that my girls are going to love it. You guys grab your ticket bit.ly slash step 10 Horatio. The link is down below for you in the show notes. And you can also um, shop the planners there through that same link. You can still use the code save 10, even off of the Bible studies. So just go check it out. You guys are going to become avid fans like me. So Polly, you've been amazing. Do you have any final word of advice or thing you want to leave the community with? that uh, is on your heart. 
There's so many things, but I think if you're struggling to find your purpose, I think impact is really the way to go with how can I create impact? We were saying before, like our relationships with people. So I would just take inventory of that right now and make sure you're taking care of yourself through this season. Um, And I also want you guys to know that whenever you purchase with us, we are donating to help fight human trafficking. And that's really where we get a lot of our purpose as well. So if you haven't looked at A21, the organization, that is who we donate our 20% of our quarterly profits to. Go follow them, see what they're doing, get involved. um, Because when we step outside of ourselves, I think we just have a lot more fulfillment. So that's kind of what I'd like to leave on. Oh, that's so good. And yes, my community knows I am big on that as well. And I just love that every time you guys spend money with Horatio, you are, you are donating to this incredible cause to fight trafficking. So it's all good things. All right, Polly, thank you for being here. And um, we're just so excited. We got to spend this time with you. Thanks for pouring into us and we'll meet you at the dreamers summit in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I can't wait. If you like Mama Soul, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me. Because together, we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life. Because, sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.